St. Louis comes to us in the fourth century, and of course what they could never know was that they were ending, they were nearing the end of the time of the great persecutions. And of course, we don't mean great as in woohoo, uh, just lots of them. Uh, but at this time, we need to maybe bend our brains a little bit to understand how different the Catholic world was at the time and how similar it was. Uh, I'm going to tell you in a moment about St. Lawrence and the Pope. And for you and me, uh, when we think of Pope, we uh, beautiful Benedict and John Paul II and, and Francis and all these, uh, he would have just looked like everybody else. And, and most Christians alive might not have even known who he was or what he looked like. There was no uh, Vatican. Um, there was no churches even that were legal in the city of Rome. Um, the Pope would have looked like everybody else um, and certainly not have been living in the kind of place they live in now. But be this as it may, St. Lawrence was one of the deacons who served the Pope in a special way. And there were seven deacons alive in, the, in Rome at this time. Rome at this point, I'm talking about the city, of course, not the empire. And the city of Rome was no longer the capital of the Roman Empire. At this point, it was in a city called Ravenna. Uh, Rome was collapsing in the West. But be this as it may, what we know is that the Pope was arrested by the prefect of Rome. That would be like the mayor of the city who uh, tortured him and killed him. But as they were leading him off, uh, St. Lawrence, who was a holy deacon, uh, tried to go with him and said, uh, Holy Father, where are you going without your deacon? He wanted to go and die with the Holy Father. But uh, the Pope reportedly looked at him and said, I'll see you soon. And sure enough, about a week later, the soldiers came for St. Lawrence, who uh, was told, basically, uh, the prefect needs money, uh, so we want you to go and bring us the treasures of the church and, and, and report to the prefect's palace by tomorrow with the treasures of the church. So he did. The next day, he showed up at the, the governor's uh, palace with all of the poor he could find. And he said, these are our treasures, those entrusted to us. Um, this might shock you. The prefect did not like that uh, and ordered Lawrence to be tortured to death. And he was, uh, forgive this, he was grilled, uh, including his very famous last words truly uh, were, turn me over, I'm done on this side. Uh, good Lord. Uh, the man was known for that joyful spirit, for his service to the poor and for his understanding of how important it is to be connected to St. Peter, namely the Pope. Today, I think St. Lawrence is a really good reminder that the Catholic world is, is praise God, filled with experts, uh, whether self-appointed or not, uh, people who can't wait to tell us how to be a better Catholic like, like they are, uh, people who want to tell us how Catholics vote, how they should think, all these sorts of things. And what we keep forgetting in our pursuit of steps 9, 10, and 11 is steps 1, 2, and 3. We follow Jesus. We care for the poor. 
we remain connected to our proper authority in the church. The moment we abandon those three steps, in, those first three steps in pursuits of steps 10, 11, 12, 15, we lose our minds. And uh, I think St. Lawrence today wants to call us back to the simplicity of our faith, the simpleness of it all. That Jesus says what? If you love me, you follow me. So I pray today, of course, for all of our deacons, especially our holy deacons, Denny and Dan. And we do need another D in there. Wouldn't that be cool? Um, so for our holy deacons, we pray, but also we pray that Jesus would spark in us that first love again so that we can return to this very simple to say idea. I will follow Jesus. I will serve the poor. I will remain faithful to the leadership that God has given. These steps produce saints and martyrs. May we never think that we're above them. Amen? Amen. Okay.